What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen at the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning, and if I don't respond, I probably can't hear you over the music at this free outdoor concert. I'm the father. And I'm the what father. Time is it? Oh. Summertime. Uh and I'm the father of your maybe babies, Jordan Canning. Was that in the episode? No, actually, I didn't like that one. Let me hold on. Give me a fucking second. <laughs> I, I mean, I did like it. How about I was just? I was just like, did I forget that? Did I forget a weird line? Is is I'm Jordan Canning and I'm not gay. Is that inappropriate? <laughs> that, that, that was that was very specifically like, don't use that as your nickname. In my notes, I know. Uh, hold on, and I'm. <laughs> And I'm Jordan Canning, and I'm taking the Hokage to Europe. Uh, no, I don't like that one either. This wasn't a good uh, episode. This is not going to be a good kidding, episode. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to shake your confidence. No, my confidence is shaken. That one's gone. That one's going to hell. I've got to find okay, a new well, one then, now. Then do a good one. Try Just do a good one, then. I'm trying. Just do a good one. And I'm your like, pudding pop, Jordan Canning. Perfect. Jordan. Hey. <laughs> hey. Welcome <laughs> to the episode. I'm this one. Woo. Woo. Maybe it's the hormones. Maybe it's just No, it's time. it's probably the hormones. It's I, probably the hormones. It's got to be the hormones. <laughs> hey. It must hey, be the hormones. Hey, it's that time of the month. <laughs> uh, hey. We're it's, talking do about you know what? Do you know what that time is? It's time to hate summer time. This is, we're change. I've decided to change the name of the podcast oh. in this episode. This one's going to be called We Hate Amy's. This is, well, I mean, that's every episode. This is season four, episode 17, Suddenly This Summer, directed, by, or sorry, written by Brenda Hampton and directed by Keith Truesdell. And he didn't, he, he knocked La- it out of the park once, but I don't last think this time, is. <laughs> last time we had these two, they did a, a phenomenal job. Truly a, this a wonderful duo, but I didn't think, you know, you can't bottle lightning twice. That's the famous. This episode was agony to watch. It's the funny of agony. I and didn't... I really loved every second of it and hated every, oh. every, I loved it. It was funny because we hate Amy and this is the hate Amy episode for real. Okay. So you did like this one. I did like this one because I, I, and you hate Amy. Yeah. This episode starts with, uh, remember when Anne made coffee for 10 minutes? I do remember that. What about that, but with a hot dog? What about that with a hot dog? And what if, what if Anne was gay? That would be funny. Let's get there when we get there. What, like, the, the amount of stuff that Nora has, like, set out for preparing one hot dog. She's gotta, got, like, her, she she's had, got, like, she, she she's got, like, relish and mustard and ketchup. I think she maybe had a little bowl of baked beans. There's a pig freshly slaughtered. And not There's to spoil it, none of that goes on the hot dog. None of that. It's it's for John, right? It's a plain baby boy hot dog. Yes, it's just... It's John like, is not a cultured young lad. He doesn't like, you know, dragged through the garden. He likes no, his hot dog, you he know, does not eat, on the porch. He does not get his New York style or his, or his Chicago, Chicago style, style hot dogs. He's just got, he, you know... Kind he of gets a, an our grandma style hot it's dog. It's a grandma style hot dog. Just... 
the meat, the wrappers, just like, they just call like it. Nora. And I guess also Anne. Anne walks in right as Nora is removing the hot dog from the saucepan, which is like a really subtle visual metaphor uh, for how, with Nora's help, Anne is going to become a lesbian in this episode. In this one, she's going to become a lesbian, and I still Nora's, don't know what's going Nora's to come of it. Nora is saying, watch this, Anne. What if you just take the um, hot dog out Nora, of the equation? Anne is here to meet George because they're all going out. Because yeah. George is getting his dream, I guess, of a three-way. <laughs> no. Nice, he says in the, no. in the kitchen. Well, no, 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 no. no. He, he's, not, he's not going out with both of them. Oh, is he going out just, with Anne? Yeah, he's he's just Why? having dinner with Anne. Why? Because, because she was going to tell him her news that she tells him later. Ah, uh, yes. So Amy and Rick are going to come over. Stupid, who cares? Amy Nora's, and Rick are coming over to Nora watch. Nora says, this yes. is so weird. Nora goes... Hi, how are you? And Anne says, fine, thanks. And you? And Nora says, I'd be better if we weren't talking like we were in some textbook on manners. What's up, sister? She's very funny. She's so funny. Um. Anyways, Anne, well, you know what is less funny is that Anne is extremely not comfortable with Nora watching the little Roberto and the little John. Yeah. Because of, you know, well. Pribbon. Because women be, you know. Pribbon. Pribbin be shopping. Shoot, pri- What if a prison. woman was in prison? Um, Nora does a funny goof where she says, "She's like, I'll be watching the kids," but it was just a ruse. And then she goes, "Amy and Ricky are actually coming. I lied, so I made John his favorite meal and shows Anna a plate of hot dog. One just, hot dog, just hot dog. Just, just <laughs> she a did a cooking. Mo- I'm telling you, she did a cooking mama style where you start from like the base components. You you like grow the wheat." Uh-huh. You kill the pig. You roll the pasta like our podcast is late tonight because you were rolling pasta. I was making some pasta. <laughs> I fucking knew it. You I told you I was making. No, you did not. That is well, a lie. You could follow the the context. I I could. Out. I was like I was like sweating. Like oh god, am I gonna get home in time to podcast? Like I'm I'm stuck at work. And then I get home and I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm ready. And you're like, hey. I'm I'm making dinner and it's gonna take a while. And then I look in another channel and another server and I see that you've posted. Don't check out my on, new pasta roller. Don't put me on blast like this. Leave me alone. But I want to. Anyways, uh, speaking of How people being put on blast, it was I I sitting in the fridge. I didn't have time to finish it because I had to do this podcast. Oh no. Um, Nora says that. Uh, oh, I hate Anne doing this. This sucks. <laughs> Why? What part? Because Anne is is complaining because she's like because Nora is talking about how she always talks to her son, uh-huh. right? Because he's a perfect oh, boy. Oh, okay. The, the, there's a little bit to unpack in the way that Nora says that. Well, yes. <laughs> Nora, or, or wait, shit. Maybe I'm thinking of something that happens no, like, way well, later. Anyways, a- okay, Anne yeah, is like on. Anne is like. Well, I never see Amy. I wish that her and Ricky would drive all the way out. Those teenagers would drive all the way out to Palm Springs to see me more often. Uh-huh. It's like you didn't. This is your decision to to live in Palm Springs, Anne. Uh, to be fair, I think that anybody would try to get away from George. I think it's, I agree, it's the, and also it's the she's fault living, for not. And it's her responsibility to take care of uh, Mimsy, who is at any given moment either like completely <laughs> like a just a an old Alzheimer's wreck, or she's completely fine and happy and living lucid with her beyond belief. Yeah, or <laughs> she's too lucid. She's a uh, like lucid. Please she's stop lucid praying for as, my grandmother. You she's getting see- too. Lucid. Lucid. You ever see the movie Lucy? No. She's lucid. Her brain is. She's fully... now using one hundred and fifty percent of her brain, and also a lot of yours. 
that's true um, uh and so Nora's response to that is she's like oh well you should you should come up here more we'd all love to see you more often and Anne gets very weird about she's like who is all who do you mean and then they both go like I wasn't looking at you in funny unison oh and then they God. go <laughs> another thing we have we're, we're, common. Common. we're both gay but what if do you think this means anything do you think that Anne? god i can't even imagine can, so i don't Anne, even think i could say it I, like i think that i think that Anne's line where she was like who's all like was maybe supposed to be like conveying like sexual tension between them because yeah Anne's that's the thing now i mean Anne but is they going just, through... they just made it sound like she was angry at nora for being vague look you gotta you gotta give Anne a little bit of credit she's experiencing one of the most terrifying personal realizations that she could possibly have at her age george is dictating your life <laughs> yeah she realizes that her funny husband's gonna laugh at her no matter what she does yeah also did you notice all of the amount of calling george her husband in this episode i did just just some some divorce erasure from the show oh my god uh and uh she's like oh this is all george's fault for saying that he thinks i'm gay he made it awkward i'm not gay and then nora says like not to call you a liar but i think you're looking at me and then amy and ricky walk in and it's like whoa and then nora and ricky go to get something out of his car and Anne turns to amy and says i'm not gay and she amy. says that like 50 times this episode it's she says sex. it they so many times it. um Amy's like, it's ridiculous what Dad is saying. I mean, it would be fine if she, you are gay. So, like, Amy's And then accepting. what does Anne say? Uh, she says she's not gay. <laughs> That's right. Uh, loudly, in the same way every time. Uh, um, and then George walks in with the shit-eatingest <laughs> grin of his I life. I have shit-eating grin written, like, six times in my notes between George and Ricky. He, the two- I've coined the term in this, in this episode that they're the slugs- because I just think they're the slimiest, grimiest men on this show currently. They're not good. They're, they are bad, though. They're very so they bad, and I would love to them. pour a cup of salt on them and make them go away forever. Yeah, so then Amy, Amy tells her parents that she's going to the free concert at the park with Lauren tonight. Oh, uh, Amy! Oh, come I on, know, Amy. I know, I know, uh, I know. I hate her, too. I hate her, too. But we have to push Doesn't to she push know through. she has a kid? I know, I know. It's, it's unforgivable. Uh, she says, I'm going to go to the free concert at the park with Lauren while Ricky watches John and Roboruto, and Anne is not happy, but I am. Me, I'm happy. I'm happy like, for Amy. For, Go for out now. with your fucking friend, Amy. Right, like, I, I've been I've been liking Amy and Lauren's, like, Let's Let's part the curtain for friendship. a minute. Amy is 100% valid for once in her fucking life wanting to do anything that isn't take care of a kid. Or yeah. someone else's kid. Or her parents. Or Ricky. Ugh. Right, she, she... And then fucking George... Amy's like, it's summertime. Like, can I have one night where I'm not responsible for watching a kid? And then George says, whose fault is that? Jesus Christ. It's your kid. Roberto is the one she's talking about, dumbass. She's like, I mean, God, her life can... Well, not not his kid. That's David's kid, but... Yeah, it's David's kid. But she's either taking care of Roberto, John, or Ethan at any given moment of her life. I would go apeshit. When is she going to go apeshit? They give By the way, (laughs) one thing I think is really funny here is Amy's like, why can't Ashley watch them? And Anne says, oh, I sent her and Toby to look at a community college before they commit to going back to Florida for college there. And I was just like, there's no way that's ever going to come up again. They just weren't in the episode. And they just, I wrote down, I just wrote down, George hand waves away Ashley's presence in the episode. Like, no, Ashley doesn't exist for this one. Forget about it. We need to be mad at you, Amy. Um, And, oh, (laughs) yeah, Amy has such a good line at the end of the scene. 
No, she, we hate her. But anyways. Do, did you have anything you wanted to say before the well, like, final line Well, like, Amy wants scene? to go out with Lauren, right? Because she's a person yeah. and she wants to have a life with her friend. Right. But no, everyone, yeah, everyone, everybody hates Amy. We hate Amy because Anne doesn't trust Ricky with the kids for some reason. Even, not for some reason for well, no the per- reason he's i would perfect say little he's their perfect boy in our angel. i would say it's actually for no reason yeah it's i would just say a, no reason mad at amy that's true she just wants to be mad at amy and for amy to not have a life i guess yeah and then amy delivers line of the scene where she goes you know everyone thinks my life is perfect because i'm engaged in everything but it's not my life is not perfect sometimes it sucks and that's just the end of the scene fall in and love it freaking so what was a oh shut the freak up was what shut Ricky the freak said. up Ben shut the freak up mom shut um, the freak up so uh, ah here we are Ricky and Nora are playing time. they're playing with the funny boy of Moose remember him yeah I remember Moose he calls nine one one sometimes so I've heard I'm amazed that they still have Moose that's like an expel like I thought you got to pay for for a dog but I mean they pay, they're paying for that dog they probably pay for that dog more than they pay for their extras. Amy's like, hey, we're leaving, uh, and they're like, cancel your- Oh, Ricky is super pissed off at Amy. Yeah, Amy comes out and Ricky says, oh, damn it, I guess we have to stop having a nice moment of Nora and John playing with a dog. Because I hope you enjoyed stupid. that, it's time for me to be here. I'm in this episode, so you're- no, Oh my no god, yeah, yeah, she, she's like, okay, let, let's go, because- Okay, this is so dumb. For- <laughs> They- Amy needs to take Ricky and John and Roboruto back to their apartment because for no stated reason, Ricky and Nora can't stay at the house that they're already at to watch the kids at the house that they're already at. Well, so Amy, so Amy I was going to try take... to come up with an excuse, but I literally, my brain is not capable of, of making that make no, no it, it doesn't make any sense. So, so Amy's like, okay, let's, let's go. I, so I can drop you off, and then and then Lauren and I can go to the thing. The free and then concert. Ricky tells her not to go to quote that stupid concert. This concert is the biggest mystery of the episode. They ne- <laughs> they never say who who's playing. They never like they they don't even like make up a fake name. Like see, oh, I'm gonna go see the the Blue Eagles. When I heard Amy say free concert in the park, I was thinking like you know an Amy kind of concert, like a band concert, right? Oh, I didn't but, even think about but that. But no, because later we get Jack like, I can't hear you over this hip concert going on. There was an episode of Hannah Montana where Jackson was like, oh, come on, Dad, I can't be grounded. We're going to Panic at the Disco tonight. And I just think that if if Disney can do that, surely ABC Family can do that. Well, you know, you don't like, have that Miley Lauren Cyrus. Lauren and I are going to that free Radiohead concert at the park. We're going to that free Billy Ray concert at the park. We're going to go see Guar. We're going to go see Goaty Hook. <laughs> what? Uh, it's Fish Hook. You know, you never heard of Go-To Got it. Hook? No, I got Okay, stupid, yeah. dumb. God, I I do get it. It's dumb. Okay, so so uh, Ricky says the concert's stupid. How fucking dare you try to go? It's not important. Respect your parents and respect it's your husband. This. Respect me. I'm the yeah. one in charge. He calls her Miss Cranky Pants and accuses her of being on her period, which is yeah. He's she says just a you're nice perfectly boy capable of love. watching the kids without me. And his response is, "Wow, Miss Cranky Pants, you getting your period or something?" Literally, that's what he says. Oh, Amy does a great where she's like, "I don't know, are you?" I I mean, we hate Amy, so I'm gonna throw shit yeah, at her, her. Where she's like, "Well, you you must be on your period." get it because what if a man had a period yeah and then funny thanks amy we do hate amy (laughs) ricky explains to nora he's like i knew this would happen i told amy to tell her parents first but she refused like ricky you've got some fucking nerve after the shit you pulled last week with dinner 
He's the worst. He's really, like, truly the worst. Right, but he's a good boy and we he's love him. He's a good we boy and we love him. Nora says, <laughs> this rules. Nora says, maybe she's feeling confined. I know the feeling. Of course, I know it from actually being confined. So even Nora is like, yeah, Amy's full of shit. Oh, but then Ricky, our perfect genius SAT boy, says, well, you were incarcerated. And then she's like, Wow! <laughs> The fucking classic joke of comedy that they love to do on the show where someone uses a big word and they're like, wow, that's a big word. Yeah, Ricky not then the once again, Amy, Amy just like gets in her car and like starts driving away. Yeah, but then she pulls back and she says, so I forgot you don't have your car because I'm stupid. So get Roboruto and I'll drop you off on the way to Lawrence because I'm stupid and rude. And then, and then, then like, Ricky God, does, she's got hormones and she's stupid and rude. Ricky does sensitive face, and he's like, it's okay, I can watch the kids here. You go do whatever you need to do, and I'm just like, okay, fuck God. off. Um, and then Amy, Amy is even like, stop being sanctimonious, Ricky, you asshole. And he's like, don't worry about it. I can tell you need to get out, so go have fun. And Amy's like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? When does Ricky uh, say the words, I really prefer to do what I say I'm going to do? Oh, right, 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 right. That's, oh my God. I really yeah, prefer you to um, do what I say I'm going to do. Shit, I think that was it. I think that was earlier when Amy was like, uh, "Oh no, no, no!" It's it's when Amy's like, "You stay here and watch the kids," and he's like, "But I told them I would watch the kids at our place. I prefer to do what I say I'm gonna do." Oh my do. god, I hate him. Is this uh, just what the rest of the show is gonna be like? Yeah, probably. Cause I, cool. I mean, I I don't remember if I've said this, but I I remember from my original viewing of this show that by the end I hated Amy. Oh, and cool. I think watching it watching it now because i was watching it a lot less critically and thinking about it less back then i don't think i quite realized what brenda was doing where like amy was actually right all the time and it was completely like fair to want the thing she wanted but it just it, it takes such a tone of her being the worst all the time for no real reason besides yeah even though brenda all she wants her. to do is hang out with a friend yeah, and then Amy's like, okay, whatever, Ricky, I'm I'm leaving. And then and then Ricky, she's like, bye, John, mommy loves you. And Ricky's like, mommy's a little crazy today. <laughs> like, fuck I want to snap this man in half, like a pretzel. Uh, okay, so now we get to what oh, Anne was going to talk so, to George oh about. Oh my god, women be leaving, am I right, folks? Is George, mean, so I'm, Anne is, okay, George refers to Anne, he's like, I'm not going to let you follow through with this harebrained scheme. Yeah. Uh, so and then Anne, Ashley Anne, says, I don't like schemes. I don't like schemes or shenanigans. or shenanigans. I like going to college. So Anne wants to go to Europe on vacation. She wants to take yeah. her up Boruto. She wants to get, she's like, I want to get as far away as uh, from my husband as I feasibly can. I, I am loath to ever agree with George, but don't make a take, one-year-old take baby, a baby go on a 14-hour flight. Yeah, I don't Anne. understand why she has to take her up Boruto. Why can't she have her own, her own, you know, liberated european vacation where she's just a free woman who can you know have fun on her own and not have to take her right baby. meet meet a nice girl meet a nice girl work, you know work at a funny at, meat hotel look at the girl um work uh, at the have hotel. <laughs> learn to play cribbage eat, eat foods like what fuck what was that thing that that Fusilli, adrian said and and right, spaghettini she, was was it did she say like have sex with names like yes she has, with, she said she like said have sex with, she said have sex with uh names such as like rigatoni fusilli and spaghettini no yeah. have sex named after that's what it was yeah that's right what a great what show a great show <laughs> well Anne says she wants to go to paris or milan and not bologna yeah. so i don't know what milan and paris are known for foot jobs foot <laughs> shut up 
So then they argue about whether other countries hate America, and it <laughs> figures that Georgia be xenophobic. Georgia's like, xenophobic as Might fuck. as well. Anne, Anne is like, okay. Y- y- oh, Georgia's also being xenophobic while Anne is, like, talking about culture, and Georgia's, like, stuffing his face full of bread. Right, well, that's that's sort of the joke of the it. The joke, he's like, he's just she, like... She's like... People in other countries don't hate Americans. They just hate loud, obnoxious Americans. And George has a mouthful of hot dog. And you go, like, do you get it? Like, Yeah, get he's, like, he's jerk-ass George now. I mean, he always yeah, was. Now, finally. <laughs> that Dope. time. Been waiting for this one. Um, Yeah, they just, finally. Um, and then, is that when Ricky comes in? Yeah, and Anne's like, bye, I hate you. And then oh, Ricky's yeah, he's like, like, he's like, Amy. He, like, pulls sensitive face, and he's like, Amy, the girl I love the most left, but I'm just kidding, I hate her. She left with the car and left me here. Yeah, and, and then and then we, we've we talked before about George's weird, very sporadic, like, rejection of gender stereotypes. It is and quite odd. We get a new one here, kind yeah, of, he's, for he's this like, part of the episode, but not like, later. talking about how Amy's upset, and then George is like, what's wrong with her? And then Ricky says it's the hormones. Now, yeah. for just a moment, I was believing that George did not believe that periods were real. <laughs> no, George does believe in periods. He, he what says, a, what like, a, oh, don't... Can I just say, can I just... Let's give George a couple of points, fellas. Not all well, I don't give it... I, 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 can, I gave him the points for now, but later in the episode, he takes it back, so... Oh, no, I was giving... I'm giving him points specifically for knowing what a period is. Oh, okay, okay. It's what goes at the end of a sentence. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna uterus guessers. So, George... George is like, oh, that... That stuff about women on their periods is, a, is an old wives' tale. It's a load of crap. Don't believe any of it. And I was like... Damn, he's, George. He's like, yeah, women... Woke, woke dad. Periods don't make women, like, erratic or whatever. I was like... What? George? Uh, who? All right. All right. But don't whatever. worry, he takes it back later. Yes. So Ricky says, Ricky says, uh, let me handle Amy. Thanks, Ricky. I, I'm doing I'm doing a little bit of a Ricky George voice. Let me handle Amy. She's going to be my wife. <laughs> I hope. And then we cut to Amy say, saying to Lauren, I don't know if I want to be a wife and a mother. Like, do you get it? But also yeah. she is a mother, yeah. so I don't know. Fuck yeah, Amy. Don't be she a wife and a mother. That she's a mom already for this Go line, I guess. Shit. I want to call back, I don't know, once again, I don't know if this is the case, but I said a long-ass time ago that my prediction for the end of the series was that Ricky would be uh, would be the sole caretaker of John and that Amy would leave. And I, I always thought that, because like, that was me operating under the assumption that Amy sucks, but now I'm thinking that is un- un- operating under the assumption that Amy rules and just hates Ricky that much. <laughs> yeah, she's like, sorry, John, I love you, but like, I love come you so on. much, but, but like, this guy, I can't. I'm I gotta so take sorry. care of number one, sorry. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Amy, go ape shit. Leave. Yeah, uh- <laughs> so so lauren tells amy she's like oh come on amy you're already a mother you're a great mother and then i was like oh yeah good friendship but then amy's like amy like expresses her frustration that like everyone's trying to stop her from having fun yeah, she's tonight like, i want to have fun this summer it's my last and what does lauren say my... well she says she says to me jordan canning she says the words hi miss madison and then Amy's like, what? And she goes, nothing. Like, fuck off. Come I'd on. Rather be, I would rather, look, we hate Amy. And Lauren would rather hang out with the person that she hates the most and said that, like, her, this is the person that took her boyfriend from her and cheated on her and betrayed her trust. And sure, she's better she had than sex Amy with my boyfriend, way. but at least she never complains. At least she never complains and is a bad mother because she wants to, like, not be a house slave at all the times. Yeah, and then here, like... It, like I don't want to, I don't want to like uh, uh, <laughs> canonize Amy. Here. No, 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 no. Because Amy's... then Lauren, Lauren is like, 
Oh, well, the Amy, only one look, I need to get this across. Anyway. I don't hold on. I don't like Amy. It's not that I like Amy as a well, person. I, like I mean, it, I like Amy, Amy kind of, but Amy is not a perfect character. And she's she, not, I mean, well, she that, says shitty things all the time. The thing that's frustrating is I feel like whenever she says shitty things, it's like out of character. Yeah. Like, but like, like, here, yeah, like, like, this is the thing, like, Amy, Amy, fucking Al Gore-loving vegetarian Amy, who's, like, all of the burning Extremely judgmental about people who smoke weed. Yeah, she's, like, like, Lauren's, like, the only person who's having fun this summer is Ben, she's, like, and Amy's, like, oh, well, Ben's in love with that pothead. No, 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 like, no, 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 Lauren no, says- No, Lauren says Ben's in he's love. He's having That's fun what, because, yeah. obviously, he's, he's in, in love. love. And then Amy's, like, with that pothead, and it's, like, what? Who with is this? With that pothead? No, he isn't. Who is that character? And I mean, yeah, he's probably not, but- yeah, like, and also, does this imply to me well, that's that Amy is... My, my point is, like, when, when I say that Amy says shitty things, like, out of character, I feel like every time she says shitty things, it's just that it, she's saying things that are, like, taken for granted in the universe because Brenda thinks them. Yeah, like, but when, that's like, like that's Amy like... has, whenever Amy is like, oh, that slut. And it's like, Amy doesn't feel that way. That's just how Brenda feels. But that's like, we give, we give Amy, like, like we did, we did this with Adrian all the time where we would try to give Adrian a million passes. And then eventually we realized, no, we can't, we can't just ignore this. And I, I think that we can't treat Adrian differently from the way we treat Amy. So, well, the, yeah, the, what the Amy's saying is what Amy believes in my heart. The, the distinction for me is that I think Adrian is acting in character with the way that Brenda has created her, whereas I think that Amy just has these weird random moments that's like, okay, I don't think Amy would say that. Yeah. Like, anyways, when Adrian does things that infuriate me, it's like, yeah, Adrian's like that now. Amy, uh, Amy talks about how she thinks that she's like having second thoughts about getting married so early. She- <laughs> <laughs> Lauren says, are you having second thoughts about getting engaged? And Amy says, no, just about getting married. And then Lauren asks why she thinks she needs to get married right now. And I was just thinking, man, this show is a little dried up of the drama. Maybe if we could get some, <sighs> some extra drama in here. So what does Amy do? What does Amy well, say? Amy says, d- to, to set this up a little better, Lauren says, uh, why do you suddenly feel like you have to get married? Like... You you never you never felt like you had to get married before. Oh oh no, Amy. And then Amy says, "I'm late." And then somewhere in the world, a pasta uh, uh uh lasagna is pulled out of the microwave. Hey Jordan. Yeah. Amy and Ricky already have a kid, and they're not married. Yes. Why would her being pregnant mean that she needs to have like a shotgun pregnant wedding with Ricky? Um. Well, one God is willing to forgive one bastard child and i say that with the utmost respect to john we love john yeah john snow oh sorry no john jurgens is a bastard and we love him he's our magnificent Uh bastard the second one (laughs) god will kill us all that's right so ben is over at dylan's now talking to her parents to make his case for why he should this is the best scene for me to to me for my viewing experiences because this scene is almost exclusively ben summarizing the show it's so dumb but there's more to it than that because at the beginning at the beginning they're sort of discussing he's like he's like we're the parents like we're a united force so you can kind of imagine that both of the parents are saying all the lines in unison so i don't yeah another thing they have in common 
Another thing we have in common, uh, the dad is like, you're not harmless unless you're neutered. And then Ben says, I'll do it for Dylan. I love her. And then the dad's yeah, like, well, th- now, I'm, now I'm nervous that you're that desperate. And then he's like, I'm right, joking. It's, it's so fucking like Ben's like, oh, I'm harmless. He says, not until your balls hey, are gone. And then thing Ben's for you to say to a kid that you don't know that well. Ben is like, Ben's like, ha, ha, ha I'm, you know, I'm not neutered, but I'm open to it. And, and Dylan's dad is like. It scares me that you're so desperate to go out with my daughter when you hardly know her. Like, look, let me get okay. This first, across. first of all, let's yeah. get one thing straight. I don't um, think they hardly know each other. Like, they've, they they don't hardly know each other. I will say one thing: spent like at least like several hours talking to each other by now. I'm not explicitly against Dylan's parents. <laughs> no, like the things that Ben has said. It's not about the funny weed. It's about the funny, I'm a teenager and I'm married currently and I'm getting a divorce. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. But I like, don't think, I, I'm kind of on Dylan's parents' side, but they are being extremely unreasonable. Well, yeah, the, the thing that fucking pisses me off about what is what her dad does is that, like, Ben is clearly, like, a nervous teenager, like, talking to the, the parents of the girl he likes. Like, he's in a very uncomfortable situation. You brought up cutting his balls off, and then he kind of, like, awkwardly is like, haha, yeah, maybe. And then you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You want me to cut your balls off, you pervert? And it's like, you brought it up, you fucking lunatic. Yeah. Um, Ben, Benny says, he's like, I'm not desperate, I'm just smitten. And then he says he's, he's, he says that he's less of a threat than other guys might be, because he's been there, been there, done that. He's got, he's got a few laps around the tree. Right, he, he's learned a lot of life lessons that make him less threatening. And but Dylan's then the mom, mom goes, says, you've learned a lot of sex lessons about nothing. And you can't and, unlearn those lessons, and that's what unlearn. worries us about you. Yeah. Like, you know, I I hate the whole, like, ground-up premise where, like, every potential guy your daughter might go out with needs to be treated, like, by default as, like, a threat that you need to protect her from. But, like, the logic of, like, you know, guys who are virgins probably don't want to have sex as much as a guy who lost a baby. Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, they're doing all of the wrong reasons. It's not that Ben... You know. This guy had a lot of, like, severe trauma as a direct result of losing his virginity. I bet but he, he really wants to fuck, he more, wants than, to fuck again. more than guys like, who haven't lost their virginity. Like, once again, the, the mom is like, well, we don't, the, our issue is, is not the fact that you're getting teen divorced, it's that you know where to put it. Right. That's the real ben, issue here. But then Ben clarifies, he says, I don't want to have a sexual relationship for a long, long time. Not until I'm parents, married or whatever. Yeah, her parents, well, her parents say, like, by a long, long time, does that mean, like, four to five years and then getting married first? And he says, yeah, it might. And then this is where it gets very, why? Yes, th- that's why they, like, they're, like, they they ask him about his parents being for div- literally no reason that they're I could like, find. Tr- well, they're trying to judge his upbringing. They see a teen right. who's divorced, and they're like, "Well, you must have been surrounded by divorce." And then he talks about his dead mom. He yeah, talks about they, Betty. Yeah, he, her dad is literally just like, "Did your parents get divorced?" And he's like, "Oh, my mom died, and then and then my dad got remarried, but now he is getting divorced." This and, is, he he literally just summarizes the Betty Leo stuff with like right like why does he need to defend his dad's divorce to them like what what fuck what does it matter like yeah, what does it matter who <laughs> most yeah, like, of his life was before that marriage who and cares? it has nothing to do with Ben that's not right he's like 
oh, well, you know, Betty was uh, not really the uh, right woman for a commitment funny. And then he says that she came from a rough ba- background. And then they're like, well, what do he's like, she she had a like a, a less than favorable job. And they're like, what he literally was starts explaining how Betty became a sex worker. Well, it all started with this very faithful day where everyone was getting pe- a very fateful day where everyone's getting pizza. He lit- he literally is. <laughs> he's like, well, you know, her ex-husband was blah, yeah, blah, blah. He just goes on. And then they're like, well, what was it? What was it that she was doing? And then it cuts right, to. He, he just he doesn't say exactly. He just yeah. leaves it as like. And then uh, she ended up in a bad place, he yeah. says. And they what go, place? what kind of bad place? And he goes, uh, 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 and that's the end of the scene. And then we cut to divorce attorney. Yeah, like what? I'm sorry. If you want to date our daughter, we need to know the backstory of the woman your dad is divorcing who we didn't know existed until five seconds ago. Um, Do you know what I think is really funny? Is that the next scene with divorce attorney was basically (laughs) the exact same thing that we said that was going to happen. Where he's like showing Leo the pictures and then Leo's like, well, actually, this was after I was I've been dating Camille since uh, after Betty left. Oh, my God. Betty knew about it and it was we left on good terms. And then he like comes up with this special Solomon's special wise quest. Right, the show, like, the show acknowledges, Leo's like, you know, this scheme doesn't make any sense and won't work, but I'll play your game. Yeah, like, he's like, he's what? like stroking his wise man beard, and he's like, I will write unto the, unto the, uh, hold on, what the fuck voice am I doing? <laughs> what the hell was that? He's like, unto thee I will write thee a check for, for three to four million dollars. And whatever percentage what Betty now. decides to give you. Oh, that- oh, oh, oh. Another yeah. thing, by the way, that needs to be mentioned that I don't know if the show had specifically established before, but I think it kind of implied it before. In, in addition to Betty leaving Leo and knowing that he was in love with Camille before she left and like all the timeline stuff where this is like nothing, they have a fucking prenup. They do have a prenup. Like, this incredibly boring subplot is, like, a complete non-starter, and that's just amazing to And me. Leo, like, mentioned the prenup when he was with Betty. He's like, well, you gotta get a prenup. Anyways, Leo's right. plan is to give unto Betty a three to four million dollar check. And which then, is what the which is what divorce attorney which thought is what he might ador- be able to get out of yeah, Leo. Yeah, because, like, divorce attorney, Leo's like, well, you just want the money that Betty's gonna give you. This is all a scam. But then Leo says something super shitty where he's just like, he's like, all right, you check. And then I personally believe that Betty, when she is given a check for three million dollars, will not catch it. Catch it. But if she does, what is what what does that make Betty, Sam? <sighs> okay, so I'm gonna put that one in your if lap. She cashes the, if she cashes, okay. If I'm right, she won't cash it, and you're not getting a dime from either of us. If she cashes it, she cashes it, and I'm not the judge of character I thought I was, and she's nothing but a prostitute after all. That when he said that, I, I that elicited a, a, a whoa from me. I was like, wow, he hey, Leo. said that, huh? What a terrible hey, person. Hey, Leo. Yeah, Leo, what do you think? Just call her on the phone. Just talk to her. Just call Betty on Why the phone do you need and be to like, do hey, this... Betty, what's up with this creep taking pictures weird... of me and Camille? Why do and and Benny would Aesop's say, what? He's doing a... what? And that would be the end of it. Why does he have to test her like this? He's not even be- married to her anymore. Why does because, he care? Because, because... Well, women, you know. That's and then, what Brenda believes. And then uh, Ben walks in, his divorce attorney is leaving. Hey, Ben. And and he's he's like, who was that guy? And Leo says, don't worry about it, he doesn't have a name. He and calls in he Tony ca- Blades. He calls in Nate, a.k.a. Gigantic Man. <laughs> Nate! And he says, When I'm hey, trying to think of the name of the world's most gigantic man, I think of, hey, I'm Nate. 
I mean, it could be tall. Nate. Like, who gives a shit? I know. Just, I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny man, that they gave him a, a kind of a G- silly gigantic name. Gigantic man, get in here. Uh, he says, give this check to Betty. I talked to her earlier. She's waiting for my call, but I don't want to talk to her. Just take the check to her. I mean, like, Sam, I'm sorry. Gigantic Man already has a name. First of all, Gigantic Man. But Gigantic Man has a name that is, that is, I much rather would if Leo called him, which is Tony Blades. Yeah, but that's, Get that's in real here, Tony Blades. Name. That's like a good mafia. Tony Blades name. as Tony Blades. Yeah, as yeah, himself. He's, he's the clamps of Secret Life. So, okay. <laughs> Gotta give him the so, Blades. This is what, like, this show is getting more and more contrived every fucking week. Because Leo is like, I I talked to Betty earlier. I told her I would call her later. But now I don't want to. So just take the check to her and say nothing about what I'm doing. Just, like, sometimes she uh, she clearly didn't know what divorce attorney was doing. Like, just fucking, you were, you had a call with her planned already. Sometimes... You think the best option is to have a gigantic man deliver the three million dollar check? I mean, I would love to get three million dollars from a gigantic man. <laughs> if a if a if a if a normal to to small sized man showed up with a three million dollar check, no, thank get the you. fuck out of here. I'm not interested. Come back I'm with good. a gigantic man. <laughs> so Leo, uh, Leo says. Uh, to Ben, he's like, okay, here's what's going on. Blah blah blah. blah. Ben says, oh, is she not happy? Show. Is she not happy with the settlement? And Leo says, no, he's not happy with the settlement. Like, then, <laughs> so why is this happening? Like, Why did you give her three million dollars over you? Why are you writing her a check as a test? This is just some fucking guy. He doesn't even have a human name. He doesn't have a human name. He's got a side gig as a photographer. This man is not a person. You know. You know what's funny though is I distinctly remember that I I even wrote this in my notes as it was happening. This is why we talked about him being photographer. Is that when we were at the graduation scene and he was taking pictures, he was very clearly taking pictures of the graduation. Yeah, like, he's the got students. a side gig. Like he, he legitimately was just like, well, I'm well, I'm, I'm already here to take pictures of Leo, but I might as well also be the photographer there. The uh, he was trying to see if there. I think he was trying to get some pictures of Ben and Adrian to see if he could help get some get her a settlement. Oh, he smelled that divorce a cooking. Yeah, uh, he okay, can just so, follow divorces wherever he goes. So Leo says to Ben, he says, it'll be fine, don't worry about it. And Ben says, don't forget who Betty is. He gives he gives Leo an emotional note that says, she is Betty funny. funny. <laughs> Same thing. Do, do, ha- do we have a last name for Betty? I don't think we do. No, she's just Betty funny. I think, I think that's she's, right. She's Doug's. She's just Betty funny. She's Doug's mom. <laughs> So Leo, <laughs> great. So Leo changes the subject. He's like, oh, so Dylan's parents wouldn't let you two go out? What happened? And then Ben says, oh, I don't know. My case just fun- suddenly fell apart as if to say it's because of Betty. Because of Betty. And um, then Leo's, Leo's like, like you should call you're... Henry. And Ben says, no, and that's the same. No. Yeah, then Ben is just like, I wish Henry was here. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got some issues? I forgot. Yes. <laughs> Grace is... Grace yeah, Grace is Tom. on some shit this week. Well, <laughs> someone's on some shit. Grace is like, "Hey, Tom, we're waiting for mom to get home. Uh, Possibly want to hang boy. out with me while we wait. Uh, like, aren't aren't you getting a little bored of your little family?" And then Tom says, "Yeah, but I should hang out with them while I can because they're going to be leaving soon because Rachel and Milton are getting married. Yay, wedding bells! <laughs> Yay. Hooray!" 
Um, Tom, Thomas, like, <laughs> um, Grace hates Milton Why? and says he's a skis bag, which is like, yes, thank you, Grace. And then Tom the says, like. The first thing that Milton, he went up to her and said that she looked like a prostitute. Yes. And as we know on this show from this episode, that's a great thing to say and be. Yeah. Um, and I guess Tom, Ben did it too. To Tom to is Amy. like, Tom is like, Milton's a great guy. You wouldn't know a great guy if he, you know, made a cuck face at you. Because okay. Okay. <laughs> great okay for, hold on fuck it fucking tom said that grace ha- hasn't known a, a great guy since she went out with jack so so i guess tom know, fucking hates jack with the fucking passion of a tom thousand hates sons jack with a with a football to the nuts and i guess this is grant erasure like grant is a piece of shit because his his girlfriend cheated on him i guess tom hates jack so why much. is he batting for jack right now I don't know. Oh, but this is my favorite. This is my cool I mean, moment. I guess, you know, have, has Grace been out with a great guy since Jack? No, she hasn't. What about Grant? Well, he called her a filthy, disease-ridden skank. <laughs> that was the funniest thing that anyone's ever done. What about <laughs> Daniel? Who? Daniel? He was in the last episode? Daniel, the, um, like, perfect, abstinent boy who, like, loved Grace uh, so much and was... I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I Daniel, He's no Omar's... Not roommate, neighbor. I, I almost have said no roommate. idea who you're talking about. Daniel was all right. Whatever. I'll try. I'll try again later. Um. So then Grace. That's fine. I'm sure he won't appear again. He will never appear again. Um. Grace checks her phone, and I fucking was transcendent in this moment. Where <laughs> this Jack... is amazing. Jack, you just hear like free concert in the park tonight. Grace, be there or be square. <laughs> I'm no, a he team. does not say Grace. He... Oh yeah, he's. Oh, is this like his voicemail? Or... Did he leave? Yeah, it's his voicemail. voicemail. Is this his voicemail, or is he has he left Grace a voicemail? Oh, did you think? No, oh, no. Sh- this is his voicemail message. He set his own voicemail for yes. this one specific situation. Yes. She calls him. It goes straight to voicemail, and it's Jack going, "Hey, free concert tonight at the park. Be there, be square. If I don't pick up, I can't hear you over the music." Teens, I thought that we were going to see this concert when they like called. It's like the rule of threes, right? They call attention to it once, twice. Jack does it, and then we never hear about it again. The more you call attention to it, the more it won't happen. It would have exactly. been too expensive. <laughs> Brenda was like, "Let's have a free concert," and then other Brenda was like, "No." Uh, and then this is Anyways, where that was in my, my notes cool I, moment, I thought it was so funny. And then uh, it's very quickly followed up by a disgraceful team crime that'll come a little bit later. But, yeah, but quick, quick note. I have a, I have a note here. I don't know what this means. Uh, but I wrote down, does Daniel not exist anymore? Who, who's that? Yeah, that's weird. Um, so Tom, here's that the thing. Left over I don't know if we mentioned this, but, but Grace says that like Kathleen missed her connecting flight. So she's still like at the airport waiting to come back. The, so it just rules that. that they just like, they just have like no fucking clue when Kathleen is getting home. We'll keep that in your brain pocket. Cause it'll come back later. Right. Cause great. Yeah. Keep in mind that Grace is trying to hang out with Tom tonight to wait for Kathleen. Well, Kathleen's late. Cause she's delivering onto them a boy. That's what he Well, thinks. we don't know that. We don't know that for sure, and they have no that, reason well, to think that's that. The thing, and also, because Kathleen has no reason to Tom bring is, the boy with oh, but her. I was wrong, by the way. Uh-huh. Th- this is a specific thing that I said would not happen. Tom is like, oh, do you think uh, Mom is bringing our secret brother? And Grace says, oh, she better not, because it makes me sick to know that I, like, I thought that I nutted. killed my dad by having sex, and meanwhile, he was cheating on our mom all those years, and I was like, wow, I honestly never thought they would yeah, address that. So I have a theory about this, so so I'll talk about it later, but yeah, she's like, our dad nutted. <laughs> he could not stop nutting. Um, our Tom, dad Tom... climaxed in Africa. 
a hundred times. See, I thought, I thought, because like, you know how Tom was. He was like, he held Marshall up on the highest pedestal there was. So I thought Tom was going to be like disgusted by the idea of. No, he, the only person that he cares about having sex is Grace. Is Grace. What, well, that's how all the men on the show are about their siblings and children. Um, yeah. What is the name of the boy? I keep forgetting Jacob. it. What's the boy's Jacob. name? Jacob. Jacob. Right, because he's like God from Lost. Right, like that. So, so yeah, Grace. Uh, oh, and Tom, this is amazing. Tom is like, our brother can't help who his father is. Call me when they get here. Like, this is so not Tom. This is not Tom. But okay, here's my, here, so Grace, once Tom leaves, Grace immediately just calls Jack, the Jackster, who's laying in his- Quick note, it doesn't go straight to voicemail, so- no, he picks it up. He um, turned his phone on He turned then. his phone on just because he knew. He goes, yes, and he's also wearing his shoes in bad, disgraceful teen crime. He is in bed, like, just tossing a basketball up in the air, wearing his fucking shoes. You never know when a game of streetball is going to break out, dude. Direct you never know. shoe to blanket contact. It could happen in his bed at any fucking time. Oh shit! You this don't is know. You don't know when the generation ball, of miracles is going to show up and start dunking on you. That's so, true. So, um, Grace just calls Jack. He goes yes, and then he he goes yes so hard that he dislocates his shoulder. He because she she just says, powder that makes him say yes into his mouth. He just says, "Do you want to have sex?" And then uh, okay. <laughs> so that by the way, let's not move past the fact that Grace is like oh, I thought you were at the concert. And he says, no, I just wanted people to think I have a more interesting life than I do. Jack is so deliberately the saddest character on this show, he, and Brenda knows he it. He recorded and a voicemail message about how he's at a fun concert having fun, so that if anyone calls him, they'd be like, wow, Jack is so cool. Why couldn't Jack have just gone to the concert if he's that concerned about it? I don't know! It? Why is he- he's in bed with his shoes on, he's- planning on going somewhere he's like man i wish i had something to do oh tonight. dude i know oh. what it is he was laying in bed with his shoes on so he could hop up and have sex with grace at a moment's notice in case she wanted it yeah so grace says hey want to have sex and he says i'll be right over and that's can i can i share my theory yeah she has just mentioned that she thought she killed her dad by having sex right mm-hmm. kathleen has has she is waiting on a connecting flight. She's not flown home yet. Oh, shit. Grace is testing out her theory by having sex while her mother is in the air. Just oh, to shit. see if she could, if, like, she's not, she's, like, she her faith is shaken. If she kills her mom, then that's, like, the ball game. But she thinks that her mom's not going to die. And if her mom doesn't die, then, like, that's it. She's, like, full-on atheist now. Oh, shit. What do you think? I think that's true. Can't disprove it. Like, like, literally, I'm not even joking. I, I genuinely think that's why she did it. She was like, well, if I didn't kill my dad by having sex, then I could have sex with Jack right now and my mom would be fine. I mean, yeah. And then she hangs up and he goes, so much for swearing off boys, which is a plot point. And then point we cut that- to Omar and Adrian. Do you get it? Let me know what if we did this now hey sam what season is it i am ready it's season four and i'm so ready for what adrian if... to finally learn what dating is adrian is finally going to First learn time for everything relationships aren't all sex there's more I... to dating than just sex as it turns out and it's finally time for adrian to learn that so it's about Omar, damn time. They're in bed together, um, and Omar's and is telling Adrian that they're gonna meet this someone. I got the he, word they, Daniel in the notes, but I don't, we don't. They don't really dwell on this very much. But Omar is just like they're just like hanging out in bed, and Omar's like, "Well, we got to get going." And Adrian's like, 
what? What are you talking about? And he's like, I told Daniel we'd meet them for a movie. He, like, made plans to go to a movie and doesn't even tell Adrian about it. That's what all the men on the show do. He's gonna... Oh, and I think this was a weird stealth, like... Because... He's like, oh, it'll be with that girl. And then Omar's like, wow, that's awesome. You didn't call her a slut. You must really be friends. So I'm thinking that, that Daniel's, Daniel's some... back together with Raven, Raven Evil. Sa- yeah, he's with Raven Satan again. Like, um, he moved why? on from Grace. Because he's Grace, no Grace, no Grace. Well, he, he, like, he was, he left the party to get away from her. He loves her. It's good. Um, why? There's only so many women on this show, Sam. Why? So, so it's off camera. There can be characters. Adrian's They're off like, camera. I don't want to meet them. I want to stay in bed all night. And then he's like, I love having sex with you, but you need to learn that there's more to a relationship than sex. And Adrian says, like, it's all about sex, baby. Yeah. I, then, you know, yeah I know that Adrian is villain of the show now. Yeah. But you're like, you can't get me to think that she's in the wrong for being like, oh, let's just stay in tonight. Instead of, okay, sure, I'll go to a movie with my best friend's ex and a girl who hates yeah, me. Yeah, no, as a, as a person. In a moment's notice. Yeah, absolutely not. But let, can we just count through all the people who have presumably taught Adrian about what a relationship is? We got, I'm going to say, we don't know this for sure, but I think we actually get a direct mention of, like, of the kid with cancer, her first love. I, you know, well, okay, okay, okay. That, that, well, we'll, we'll talk about that when we we'll get count, to We'll it. count that one as a, we'll count that one as a zero. So we don't know that for sure. They well, might. That, well, the thing is, I didn't fucking know what she meant. Okay. Let, Actually, hold on, let's... hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's just go through the facts. Yeah. We got Max. Well, we're, we're not there yet. We're not okay, even there yet. On. Okay. We'll, we'll talk to it when we, we'll talk about it when we get to that actual line. So Omar says that they need to have more common interests if they want a lasting relationship, which Adrian He teaches her what a, dating is for the this for, is a completely fourth time in the show. There. We're back with Lauren. Amy is like laying wait, on the wait, bed. Wait, 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 wait. What? Did I miss some shit? Hold on. Yeah, Adrian, Adrian says- I think I was so mad that I just forgot to take notes for the rest of the scene. <laughs> yeah. Adrian the scene was says, fucking sending me. This is a quote from Adrian. She says, we can go out and be with friends and enjoy other things than sex together, but it's really all about the sex. Which, you, you said that, but like, it's this is the four, guy Sam. that we're meant to believe that Adrian was like madly in love with. So like- the fact that she's saying this to him now that she like doesn't want to like do anything with him besides have sex like she she doesn't want to like go out and hang out with him like does that mean that the reason she was like so torn up before about him being upset with her was just because when he kissed her she got the biggest fucking boner of her life she did yes she so, like said, I, she's like I, he was right i'll never be able to kiss another guy that's the only guy who can he's give got me a magic tongue and she knows uh, what he's capable of and then he says, if you want a relationship to last more than a year or two, you need to get interested in something other than sex. And she gives him a look of total confusion and disbelief. Max, and you just see Max's bloody handprint slam against the window like, Adrian! I'm back from army. We've never, I don't know if we've ever talked about this before. About what we know, if, like, huh? we, we've talked about, like, why is Adrian so obsessed with Omar? Why the fuck is Omar so obsessed with Adrian? Well, she's a main character. I guess he knows I this guess, is his only chance at screen time. I that guess he's that's got. really it, huh? He knows that he knows that she's paying the bills for him. Yeah, I guess so because like he like his because ex- we've talked about like how how he is from her perspective, but like his perspective on Adrian is she caught me stealing from Daniel's refrigerator once, and then we talked for a few minutes, and then I was praying that she would be at home, and I drove to her condo that I didn't know please, where it was without. Please. I God, I need this job. 
And then I and then I, and then I kissed her and actor. I told her that I ruined all of the other men for. This might be okay, my big so break. So now we can talk about Lauren. <laughs> okay, so Lauren wants. To, yeah. So so um, Amy's just like laying around because she's really stressed Ooh, out about this, and Lauren's just like, "Oh yeah, let's let's go to that free concert. Let's take your mind off of it." And Amy um, says, "No, I'm the worst now." Oh, I also think that Lauren is like, if you move around, it might like loosen up. It might loosen things up. You might be just be late, and then right, the baby might fall out. Maybe might fall out of your baby. Place. Lauren Amy says, "Yes." Amy, you're on the pill and use condoms. How can you be pregnant? Well, here's the thing about perfect boy Ricky. Uh-huh. The the man of our dreams. Ricky, seeing that they're now engaged, and therefore it doesn't matter, I guess, has decided that it's... They don't need to use condoms anymore. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Amy it's all sa- Amy's fault the, okay. if she gets Amy pregnant. Amy says, it's, she's we've always pill. used condoms besides the first time, so we thought it would be nice to not use condoms. So we stopped using condoms. And Lauren says, well, that was stupid. Um, so Amy's on the pill, right? Uh-huh. They're engaged, right? I think so. Ricky, if he stops wearing condoms, right, and Amy gets pregnant, he can put the blame solely on her. Because he's like, you should have been taking your birth control, right, Amy? I told you so. Oh, you're right. He would get and then the he biggest gets another baby when she wants. And, then, and yeah. then he would get to make sensitive face to be like, don't worry. And then he Amy, goes and eats out of the toilet. Stay, I'll stay with you even if you have two babies and it's your fault entirely. I oh, my you. God. You're right. You're right. Oh, my God. Uh, no, no. Okay, so Lauren Lauren says that that's stupid. And then she says, in a very weird way, she apologizes for it. She's like, sorry, we're friends. We're best friends. So maybe I shouldn't have said that. And then Lauren's like, well, you shouldn't be talking to me. You should be talking to Ricky. The man you're engaged to, the father of your baby, or babies. And Amy just goes, no, I do not want to talk to him. And Lauren's response to that, okay, mm-hmm. what's what's happening in my brain when Amy says, no, I do not want to talk to Ricky about this. In my brain, I'm going, I mean, I, I already know things, but I'm just like, man, that's a little concerning. That Amy doesn't that want to talk Amy to her feels. fiance about this very important thing that might be happening. Yeah, and Lauren's response is just like, geez, Amy, you're so immature. It seems to me that it's Ricky's fault here. Kind of seems like Ricky's fault, and also that it's that it's maybe indicative of problems that Amy's like, I can't talk to Ricky. He'll hey, just make we... sensitive face at me and make me feel bad about myself. What if we had a funny scene where Anne and Nora had tension? I would love funny. Well, what if it wasn't funny at all? I would hate that. What if it just sucked? Oh, that this scene that I this hated. This scene that it's coming up <laughs> Nora is like, hey George, why, why, why does Anne want to go to Europe? And, no, no, and... no, no. It's it's Nora and Anne are talking. This is a Nora and Anne. Oh, sorry, I wrote George's name here. Nora yeah. asks Anne why she wants to go to Europe, and Anne says no reason, but George thinks that it's because she's running away from something, something like perhaps mm, being mm, gay. Nice. And then Anne says, I'm not gay. And then and then Nora says, you know, the more, the more times, times you, say, you it, say you're not gay, and then Anne goes, I'm not gay. I wrote down right here, Molly, I'm so sorry about your career. I know. <laughs> Why has it come sucks. to this? You are so talented. So fucking it's dumb. It's so sad. Yeah, it's not great. And then Amy walks in on Anne yelling that, which is funny. And then she's like, where are Ricky and John? And then they're like, oh, George took them home hours ago. And <laughs> sorry, they George just didn't and Ricky. tell her, huh? Like, just like. Like Amy doesn't need to know that she doesn't need to come here to pick us up. Classic oh, sorry, Ricky. Amy, I forgot to. Oh, you didn't know. You should have realized that. It, you know, oh, you left on, without Amy. me. Like, so sorry, Amy. Amy, um, sensitive face. Amy, you should have called me. Don't worry. Why didn't Amy, you call me? It's your fault. But I still, I'll forgive you. 
and then Amy says to her to Anne and Nora, she's she's like, I'm I'm sorry about before. I'm just I'm oh, this is the part day. where Amy has been completely like emotionally broken and just apologizes for all of the correct things she wanted to. Yeah, do. she said she says I'm sorry about before. I'm just dot 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 having a bad day. And Anne goes, Oh, so everyone else is supposed to have a bad day too? Like, okay, thanks, thanks Anne. Good good way to accept. Yeah, an she's apology. like, I'm sorry for wanting to hang out with my friends. And then Anne's like, yeah, What's I, wrong? And then she's like, I don't know, nothing. Plot okay. stuff, it will never matter. No, hold sure. on. <laughs> yeah. the way that, okay. So Amy apologizes a second time because Anne makes her feel bad about herself for apologizing. and then That's what she does. That's what everyone does. Yeah, then Anne goes, is something wrong, Amy? And Nora goes, yeah, is something wrong that we want to know about? And Anne goes, well, I want to know what's wrong. And Nora goes, <laughs> you don't want to know. Which means that Ricky told Nora that he thinks Amy's on her period and Nora said, ew, gross. Well, Yucky. that would be gross if a woman was on her period. As a woman, like, as a woman, what Nora, Nora thinks, is disgusted by periods. What Nora thinks is that Amy's on her period, and that Amy would be like, "Yeah, I, mom, I'm just, I'm having, I'm on my period, I'm having a rough time today." And Anne would go, "Ew, yuck, gross, I wish you didn't yuck, say that. gross. Ew, I've never had one of those. That's gross, Amy. Ew. Come on, TMI. <laughs> God, this show really hates women, huh? Yeah. So Amy's, Amy's like, "Oh, it's nothing," and she leaves, and Anne's like. Oh, okay. This is this is what this is what I was talking about earlier. Uh, is Anne goes like, "What's going on? Why do you seem like you know what's going on with Amy and I don't?" And Nora goes, huh, "George said you were like this, always thinking you're out of the loop and getting mad about it, which is literal gaslighting." Yeah, that's true. And then uh, Nora says, uh, "Ricky thinks Amy is feeling confined because Brenda forgot that this is actually Nora's theory, not Ricky's, uh, or it's something hormonal." And Anne goes, why did why did you know this? And I didn't. And Nora goes, I don't know, Anne. I talked to my son. Remember when, and I don't know if this is like a little too bold of me to like call this one back, but remember when Amy and Anne had the nicest parental relationship uh-huh. on the show? I liked it. One? It was my cool teen moment often. It was where they would have like personal conversations about their feelings. Anne would come in and give Amy some advice and be like, you know, Amy, when I was your age, they yep. never fucking do that anymore because they just hate Molly Ringwald and they hate Amy so fucking much. Yep. So God. by the way, good times, huh? By the way, Nora directly pivots from being like, uh, I don't know, I talk to my son and he likes talking to me. She pivots directly from that to flirting with Anne. It's true. And she says, Anne's like, she's, Nora says that Anne's having a midlife crisis. Um, and it's yeah. like, I'm too young to have a midlife crisis. And also, goodbye. <laughs> and she, she just leaves. She's like, I think you're having a midlife crisis and reevaluating who you are. And that's why you think you're gay. And no no that's not what like george said it because he wanted a funny threesome how could like, you one can't... how could one man's horniness ruin like a person's emotion well i mean there's a million ways but that's the case but like this is so dumb like this guy's dumb baby fantasy has truly ruined Anne's entire life i mean george... i wouldn't go that far well she's like i mean she's causing her so much distress yeah, well, I mean, I don't think that Anne is in distress about her sexuality. I think she's I just, just like, think that Anne is in distress about thinks... everybody fucking treating yeah, her like shit. Yeah, people won't leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> right, like, just, just get off her fucking case, Jesus. Like, if you're gonna keep pestering her about it, of course she's not gonna be happy. Right, but, uh, in, in the immortal words of Dr. Bink, lesbians? <laughs> Maybe, Maybe down the road. Because <laughs> Anne gets up and, because she's mad, she's like, I'm not that old. And then Anne gets up and she leaves the room. She gets up twice because I misspoke. And she leaves the room, uh, but then she turns back to look at Nora. She turns and Nora 360 degrees. 
And right, they're looking because at each what, other. What it, you get it, man? It's so what funny. if they are though? What if they were maybe down the road? Maybe down hey, the road. Hey, hey, it's Adrian, and she's with Omar. And okay, so Adrian is like off camera. They did this one off camera, where Adrian <laughs> has decided to to talk about herself. This and scene I think is so weird. She's like talking. I think she's talking about how she wants to be a prosecutor, like her cop dad. Because yeah, she, she's she explains her character to Omar. She's like my backstory, and therefore childhood taught me this, and that's why I want to be a lawyer. It really bums me out. Like I know that people change with age. Like I, you know, we all had dreams when we were kids that changed like really rapidly. But I'm really sad that Adrian never went to college to study sex ed. Well, she hasn't gone. She's she has like she I mean I know there's yet. there's always chances for it, but like you know it's it was. It just bumps me out, I guess, that her dream has changed. She want she wanted well, to be the. She you, wanted you to wanted be your. The, hmm? I remember your like preschool graduation thing. I used to say I wanted to be a dad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about this? Like it, it's it's like a picture of of little yes. Babby Jordan looking so fresh. Uh, in your in your little babby graduation, little babby cap and ground. They like they asked all the kids what they wanted to be when they grow up, and then yeah, they just like on, on like the picture frame around that. There are some just there are like, some great ones because like that's the thing I love. My I love favorite that. one that I'll never forget is like Skyler to, one when I drive. Up, a I big want crane. to drive a big crane. The the dreams of children are are wonderful and so innocent, and I love the jobs that kids kids want to have because yeah, they're miserable. First, and, one kid was like, "I want to be a cowboy." One was yeah. like, "I want to be a princess." Like, you like, wanted to like be a dad, and someone else like, wanted to drive a big crane. I remember. I think one was like to be a grocery store like checkout clerk, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. Those jobs are interesting to kids, and then you grow up, and then you realize that they're miserable and repetitive. But like, whatever. Anyways, Adrian wanted to be the foremost nation's sex ed scholar, and now yeah. she wants to be a cop, and I hate that. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. Omar, so she's Thanks, ta- she's like, I want to be a lawyer, and then and then Omar kisses her, and she's like, Uh, I'm still talking. Women be like this. Women be like this. Well, and now Omar, she's gone from one extreme to far too far into the other extreme, and now she won't stop talking. Bit of a line from Omar here. Yeah, he Omar says, just drops a line on us like a like it a really road turns roller. me on to hear you talk about something other than sex. <laughs> come on, dude. Like, come like, on, Omar. <laughs> Can Adrian be allowed to be a person? Yeah, well, you know, I, like I, the, I'm thinking after like, I graduate, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to take the bar. I really, my, my dad is, you know, I've, I've been in, inspired by my dad to, to, oh, tell me more. Oh, like, yeah. Like, okay. It's, it's what he, he says, being so invested in your education and career makes you all the sexier to me. And like, I have no issue with Omar feeling that way. It just rules that Adrian hasn't like talked about her career goals and life goals since season two. And, and then when the she first finally time she did, someone up, talks about how sexy it is. Yeah. Well, it'd be great for my pangus. Like, well, fuck off. Adrian, would you wear a sexy lawyer uniform? So, would you dress up in your, your, your lawyer outfit for me and have sex with me in it? But then Adrian is bad because she she's like, yeah, I always wanted to be a lawyer. So when I met my dad and found out he was a prosecutor, I was like, oh, maybe it's in my blood. And then Omar goes, yeah, maybe it sounds like it's your calling. And she goes, oh, so you're talking too? like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, is this where she was like, yeah, th- this there is this line here where it's like where Adrian talks about like, I didn't know I could talk to a guy. Yeah, okay. Since- yeah. Yeah, this is this is what I wanted to talk about. So so she, by the way, I thought that the oh you're talking to was a joke, but then he's like, "Huh, I'm sorry. Go on." And she's like, "Good." Women and then, yeah, be she says, talking. Women be talking. She says, "I haven't talked to a guy like this since never mind. Where was I?" And that was where I was like, "Okay, I don't know who this means because she could mean this about literally every guy that she's She been could have meant it about I I to me personally thought it, she was talking about 
about the kid, her like first love with cancer. But I also I, don't, I don't trust Brenda to remember I, that. Far I don't back. believe for a fucking second that they remember that. I, I, it can have been Max. I don't believe it was Max it because I don't believe the writers Ricky. remember him either. It wasn't Ricky. It couldn't have been Ricky because they never spoke it must a have word been to ben, each other, right? Could it? I, oh, is this hinting that Adrian still likes Ben? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Well, I, you know. Okay. I, I'll say actually. I, I don't I don't think that it's true that that was what her relationship was like with Ricky, but I can believe that that would be who she meant because Sam, it, I, I think that it makes Adrian sense. I can't do Adrian and Ricky again. I can't. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. But in context, I think it makes sense for her to be like, "Oh, I haven't talked to a guy like this since." Oops, the ex that you saw me kiss. Never mind. Wah, Change wah. the subject. Awkward. Yeah. I think that makes sense, except in content where no, that no, it, it no, no. Anyways, no. uh, you know how I said I had a cool teen moment earlier? I think I have a new cool... <laughs> What's I, that? I, reali- I realize I, I'm changing my cool teen moment, which is... So Grace is, like, pacing around. There's, like, funny electric guitar playing. Jack shows up to... um to he's fuck. He shows up late. He's here to fuck. He's got a condom that he had to get his own special brand. His, you know, his samurai. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His yeah. samurai macro thicks. He, um, he arrives and he's, she's like, where were you? And he's like, I had to stop at the drugstore. And, and she's like, I have no, you own. didn't. Yeah, she's like, I have mine. He's she's like, like I'm on the pill, you too. idiot. Like, and she has her own brand. She has her own condoms here, I think. Sure, um, maybe. Anyways, sure. <laughs> she's like, I'm having second thoughts. I don't think I want to have sex with you. I was just <laughs> the way I, I love the way that it happens though. Because yes. Jack arrives and he's like, "So you sure you want to do this?" And she goes, "No, we and shouldn't." Just, I don't want vaporizes. to do this. He just vaporizes. He's gone, Mrs. That's Obama. Cool it has been an honor. That was that cool teen moment cool as hell. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. He doesn't even make cuck face anymore. It's it's like he, he no he does was, does he. Don't he lie. Just knew, but he also admits he knew what was going to happen. He's like, yeah, well, you know. Nothing good ever happens to me. <laughs> she she says, I, I realized I only wanted to have sex with you because I was angry at my dad. I I I I think that's the same reason that I had sex with you the first time, which is literally not literally true. Literally not, not true. They happened. were dating and they wanted to have sex and they had great sex and she loved it. That's and then the, her dad. Well, that's the thing is the show has always had such a complicated relationship with the fact that Grace had sex with Jack. Like, because when when they made that decision, like, that was at a point where I think I even remember, like, on multiple occasions being like, you know, I don't like Jack. But I it think was it was the Jack... way that they did it was like it was consensual and they both enjoyed it and they had right they, they it talked about it beforehand they were like I think this is right for us it was and then like they did it if you're gonna be two two teenagers and you're gonna have sex for the first time you couldn't have done it better than the way that they did it I guess and Except then like three episodes the... later Adrian was like you just did it to try to make him like not be able to go after other girls you just did it to be possessive of him didn't you and Grace is like yes I did now yeah it's bad um. Jack, Jack, yeah, the, oh my god. Jack's like, Kathleen shouldn't, for some reason he just, like, moves on. I guess he just doesn't want to think about how, how. He just knew that he wasn't going to get it. He just knew it was going to happen. He's like, like, he's like well, I've time to do another scene. Life, I, you, yeah. Kathleen really shouldn't have told Tom about Jacob. This is what's so weird. Because Jack is like, yes, I should know about Marshall's secret son, but Tom shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I live I in the house, know. and Tom doesn't anymore. Well, yeah, that's true. Tom doesn't live in the house. Jack does. Well, he did for a while. Yeah. Um, Jack is like, well, do you want to go upstairs and talk about it and not have sex? And I can handle this appointment, he says. Yeah, um, yeah. The, he's like, yeah, you know, probably got a lot on your mind. Let's go talk about it in your room. Also, you're probably really tired. Better get in bed. And I Grace, say, 
I say, yeah, Yucko. I say a lot of, of, I compliment Kathleen quite often, even though she hates Africa. Do you? Well, you know, I say that she's like a pretty decent mom to Grace. That's true. Yeah. Um, she did not let, she did not let anyone know in advance whether or not Jacob was coming with her. She, she, this is, yeah, she made it a surprise, not only that whether or not Jacob is coming, but also, like, when she'd get home. No disrespect, I think she meant for Grace to kill her, um, but no disrespect (laughs) to Jacob. Why, why bother? We're gonna die anyway. We're gonna die anyway. (laughs) Doesn't matter when we're gonna leave. Now that Grace knows what Marshall was doing, she's definitely gonna fuck and I'm gonna die. No disrespect to Jacob. He seems like a perfectly pleasant boy. It's not his fault that his dad was, was just a lecherous nut machine. That being said, Everyone should know that Jacob's presence in this house is going to create some complicated feelings. Why would he come here at all? <laughs> Why would like like Kathleen has no stake in this kid. He's there he's an, he's an infidelity child. Grace isn't like, going to like Jacob. He lives with his mom already. Why what is wrong with Jacob's mom that he has to come okay. live with Kathleen? Anyways. I hate to say it. I just yeah. I think I had a horrible realization of why is, this is happening. What is your realization? I think we're just supposed to take it as a given that, that he would want Right, that, that it's like, "Oh, well, I could stay here in Africa Ooh, with my with God, my mom Brenda." And, Brenda, or I could, I could go, um, I could go to America. I could go to America. I could live in a house with, like that, with two children and a and a sister that hates me and an awful mean boy and her cucked boyfriend who's always over there. That's gotta be it, right? Why else would this be happening? But he also has other option. Like, like, why not go to Paris? Why go to Paris? Why go to Paris at all? But like, why go here instead of Paris? Why can't he fucking stay living with his mom in his home? Because does this kid have not no fucking friends? <laughs> I guess. Like, well, they, he sees Marshall's son, and Marshall's they children didn't even do like don't fucking like racist. Like, oh, I'm poor. Like, he's wearing like normal. Like, yeah, this kid has no issue. Like, this wear. kid is perfectly content with his life. Why did they right. have to move him here? Where because, is he gonna go? I don't know. God, I have a terrible anxiety. I don't know how old Jacob is, but I'm so scared that there's gonna be this thing where like Adrian is like, hey, "Who's that?" Yes. He's your brother. Ooh. I, no, no comment. Oh. I don't want to spoil anything. I, um, hey, that that is a no comment. When I say true. no comment, you know that I mean no comment. Yeah, I know. Um, it means so, nothing. so okay, 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 okay. Jack, Jack says, I'll, "I'll wait for I'll wait for Kathleen with you." It sounds like you're confused, and then she says, "Yeah, I am." And he says, "That's good. Confusion is good sometimes." And she says, "When?" And he says, "When a guy's trying to get a girl into bed." And then she laughs, and Why? he says friends what? and they shake hands well you just said the thing you said jack how does that follow from what just happened you just just uh, well i like when a girl's confused it helps me cut her head i'll off try and kill to her. use your emotional state to trick you into fucking me friends friends <laughs> and grace says i don't know if i if we can ever really be just friends and he says maybe someday but i'll still always want to have sex with you why are you still friends what why the fuck are- so Wendy Cool and Mercedes on Cool are here. Yeah, that's actually funny. You wrote the same words that I wrote. They're here to talk to King because all these new teens. They so Dylan sent them to ask Leo about whether he was married to a hooker because because uh, that is why quote <laughs> not exactly that. Dylan sent them over to be like, hey, my parents refused to let me go out with Ben. Can you talk? To-? They they yes. wanted to talk. Well, to that's him what to they're asking to- about. They're like, is it true that you are? 
Um, yeah. And then so, they, so Wendy, Wendy says that Dylan's, she calls Dylan's dad Puddin' Pop. This is a Mercedes, fucking new teen cool kids thing. I'm telling Mercedes you, they're the BK Kids Club. The dumbest explanation, Mercedes goes, sometimes we have nicknames for people we love. Snapshot and 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 then Wendy Jax says, like you, King. And Leo does Everyone something. Everyone fucking calls him King. You can't say that's your cool nickname for him. Leo does something here, though. Yeah. He, like, puts up a finger next to himself, like he's pointing up at the at the load, and he says, I am the king. And they go, ha ha, yeah, yeah, I knew we could get you to say it. Like, what? Leo, is it, he has a catchphrase? Yes, do you not remember? That was that was a pre-established bit. Have they that done was this like, before? What the fuck? There was this one thing where someone, someone talked about, uh... Someone talked about Leo on, like, they were like, oh, hey, I don't know, you're on TV. You're the one who says, like, I'm the Sausage King. You got that? God, that was the thing I don't that remember someone, that, but I do I don't remember you. who the fuck said that. It was someone. It was, oh, I don't know. But someone oh, you said know what? That, I, huh? I take back what I said earlier. This is my cool team moment, actually. Is, is it the I fact really... that Leo has a TV catchphrase? <laughs> no. No, I mean, yeah, but no. I, I really enjoyed Wendy and Mercedes were so excited at him saying, and I was like, okay, I like that. God, it's going to bother me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to remember who said who said that they like remember seeing Leo on TV, and he said, I'm the Sausage King, you got that? It probably doesn't matter. It so, might have been Ruben, actually. Yeah, maybe. So uh, they, they ask Leo to talk to Dylan's parents again, and then they said, maybe you can convince them to let Ben date her in spite of Betty. And they say... They because he's like oh how do they know about Betty and 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 they're like oh well Ben they were talking to Ben and her dad is very good at interrogation he has a personal security company why are half of the dads on this show fucking business owners uh because all the characters have got to be rich I guess <laughs> oh hey you know what I uh I did not appreciate at this um yeah. was when he like he's like kicking him out and he's like he's like uh. Saying that, uh, hold on, give me a second. What do they they say something about like we think Ben's really nice and D- Dylan is crazy about them? Um, yeah, and yeah, they say that, and then they say she's our best friend. We do anything for. Oh her, yes, even that's what stupid that's, stuff and he's like, like this. Yeah, even stupid stuff like this. And that's when Leo says like stupid stuff like smoke pot, and then and then fucking awful retcon where they're like they're like Wendy and Mercedes are like uh oh, and then they gotta go, and it's like no, you can't. We That's know right. that Wendy doesn't do that. Wendy doesn't but do that. Also, she sits. Yeah, but we didn't, no, none of them did that. It was all none of it happened. It's none of Leo's fucking business. What these like this? To, like he's like lecturing these two girls that he doesn't like. Okay, he he's allowed to be like, don't smoke pot in my house. That's no, but he doesn't mention it's in his house. Right. He's like, it's stupid that you smoke pot, and they're like, like, and Wendy says, and Wendy says in the episode, I don't smoke pot. I. I don't. And then he yeah, says, stay you. true. It's uh, be true to so yourself. Leo, Leo then confronts Ben. He's like, uh, why were these two here? And Ben explains, he's like, oh, the, the two of them know how great Betty is, but her parents don't. And Ben earlier was implying that Betty would take Leo's $3 million because she can't be trusted because of who she is. Yes, whatever. whatever. Leo says, you know what? If we're not good enough for them, then they're not good enough for us. And I love the idea of Leo just being like, you know what, Ben? Their parents hurt my feelings. So I forbid you from seeing her. <laughs> Um, I took it as that Leo was going to have Dylan's parents killed. killed. Well, he's the president of a security company, so that's not going to happen. Oh, that's true. It'd be very difficult to have. That's why, that's why they had to let us know that, because they were like, well, he's, he's off limits. Leo can't kill him. Yeah, so, uh, Leo says, uh, you and I are good people, and so is Betty, at least. As long as she she passes Bowser's secret test. 
about this <laughs> evil test. This is this is something, by the way, that I I was watching. Uh, do you know uh, Dan Olson fold, folding ideas yeah, I love on Dan YouTube? Olson. Yeah, I, I watched his series on Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh huh. I've seen those videos a million times. And when he was talking about like Fifty Shades being a zombie fic, where it's just like E.L. James had like, a Snow Queen's ice dragon, as she was known at the time, <laughs> had like nothing. She had like run out of ideas, and like she finished telling the story she wanted to tell. But there, like, there was just like there was like buzz around the story, and she just felt like I have to keep writing it. So she would just keep publishing chapters every so often, just to be like, "No, this is still going." Like that is exactly how this fucking show feels. It's yeah. like, what is this plot with Betty and divorce attorney and the pictures and the check? It's just like <laughs> we need we need something for Betty to do. Like, remember Betty? She's still here. She's still on the table as a character who might be relevant at some point. Like, this don't forget is about Leo. Betty. You're gonna cash my check and my. E- Evil test. Sorry, what did, I'll stop. What was that? Oh, Bowser. Yeah, Bowser's evil test. Why, did you just like rewatch that video? What is that? No, I just right? I just think about that video all the time. I think uh, it's yeah, funny. it's electrical based. I think about the fact that 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 was there was one episode left of that LP and it just never finished. No, oh, no. Okay, so so Amy Sorry. walks into her her home and this the, is the worst part of this episode to me personally. Amy walks home. She sees two disgusting slug men slugging yeah. around her apartment, and Ricky then she is reading like, a book like a smart, sensitive genius. While George, she's, is asleep, and then she like just like gets on her loved. knees and starts groveling as they immediately berate her, and she, she apologizes for everything. She that literally she didn't walks do. in and she goes, "Dad, I'm sorry. I'll babysit for you anytime you want." And then Ricky gets up and he goes, "Well, you two can deal with whatever this is without me." Fucking dick. Okay. I fucking hate this guy. Like you made this problem happen. Amy, this by the way, mentions that also Anna's no point with- does Ricky apologize for not telling her that they took the kids and went home. No, of course not. That's it. Doesn't matter. Uh, he never did anything wrong. Amy mentions uh, that Anna's hanging out with Nora and George gets shit eating grin. And Amy, Amy stares at him in disgust. And George goes, "Well, aren't you gonna say she's not gay?" And then Amy says nothing. So George goes, "Okay, I'm gonna go have a funny threesome." It's just, oh, you brush your teeth first, George. Um, oh shit. Okay, I have to skip back because I skipped back here in my back notes. To that I don't church. know why I didn't. It's very important to go back to the church. Oh my god, I still have like two pages of notes. Yeah. So so okay. To, to I didn't I didn't write this down at the time. I don't know why I didn't edit it back in, but whatever. So. Ricky, when Ricky says, you can deal with this without me, George, George turns to Ricky and goes, you could be right. And I didn't know what that meant, which is why I didn't write it down. I assumed that he meant like, I think you're right. We don't need you here. But then after George leaves, Amy goes, what, what does George think you're right about? And Ricky goes, oh, nothing. If I told you, you'd be mad about it. Which means that what George was saying mm-hmm. was he was turning to Ricky and goes, and he goes, oh, I think you're right that she's acting like this because she's on her period. Which yeah, so he, is, he reversed his. He's not woke anymore. Right, he the, you were whatever, and then okay, Ricky comes. In, Ricky comes in. George is left, and uh, sorry, I've just saw what time we're at, and I'm just like, oh my god, we have so much more to talk about. Um, yeah. Ricky like comes back, and, he, and Amy's like, Amy's like, I know I've been so moody tonight, and I'm just so tired. And hey, uh, I remember when that season one? Hey, Classic. um, sorry for all of my indiscretions. And then she's like almost crying, and Ricky's like, what are you crying about? I'm sensitive now. Is this because that is not what he says? No, she, yeah. He's so she's has, like, crying and 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 he's like what's what's the problem and she goes oh i'm just stressed about school and ricky's yeah like, he said what's, geez, what's the problem then just drop, drop out. out um <laughs> ricky but he says it in a... sensitive voice he's like oh come on amy 
if you're so upset, then just drop out, drop you out fucking idiot. School, you dumb idiot. Um, and then he's like, he's he oh he says that she doesn't want to admit about being wrong. Yeah, she's. Are you crying because you don't want to admit that you were wrong and that it was a Amy bad idea to hang out with she, Lauren tonight? Is Amy what he says, says she wants to see John and then go to couch. Yeah, and um, he's like, okay. And then I'll Ricky's s- just like, hey, uh, oh yeah. She leaves, and then he's just like, God, I hate this. I, dumb I'm idiot. sorry. Like she's like holding back tears, and she's like, I just need sleep. And he's like, okay, I'll okay, set up the bed. Like, everything's fine, I guess. Um, Amy Women leaves, are so then, rational. Well, time for bed. Ricky sees, and I'm not joking, he sees the box of condoms brand condoms that even that look even more generic than I feel like they did last time, which they, is amazing. Yeah. It's and, like a black box that just says the word condoms on it. Yeah, and now he has a fucking brain blast. Brain and, by the blast. way, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. D- do you not have a fucking drawer? Like, no, he just leaves them out. It's we fun. know that they haven't used the condoms since they got engaged, so they were just like sitting, sitting there, there next to... Th- like, I guess George was cool. Like, oh, don't worry, George. I know there's a box of condoms right there, but don't, but don't worry. worry we're not we don't use them. them. No, Ricky, I think Ricky, it satisfies Ricky that he sees the unused box of condoms. He's like, nice. I love right, it. But George love does- okay, whatever. Um, and, then he, and then he goes, you're not late, sensitive face. Yeah, and then she says, I am late. And then he makes emotional face from across the room as we fade to black. And I love... I love that we never get to see people talking about their problems together because the show prefers to just, like, drop the reveals and then get the fuck out of there. Yeah, it's hard to write. It's like, I'm late. Bye. Have fun. I'll talk about it. Don't worry. It's like Homer Simpson, like, throwing the firecracker into the dishwasher. It's like, oh, God, (laughs) I can't. No, uh, don't deal with it. So so George comes home and he's trying to sneak into his room. I don't know why. Nora's, like, pretending to be asleep. Uh, and she catches him. I, I literally no reason is he sneaking, but she catches him and she's like, where have you been? In Even though his she own knows house. he was at Ricky's house because she told Amy that earlier. Yeah. And um, he says, what, yeah, you can't talk to me like that. You're not my wife, but maybe you could be my wife's wife. First of all, George, no. Second of all, she's not your wife. You're divorced. You fucking idiot. You've been and Nora divorced says, for years. Nora says, I don't want to be anyone's wife, especially your wife's wife. Oh, yeah, but Nora hates marriage, so that doesn't mean that she doesn't... I mean, that's in character, except for the fact that uh, Anne and George are divorced, but whatever. Well, yeah, they're not divorced, so, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, He asks her if anything happened, because he wants to, like, mentally jack off to it at all times. Yeah. Uh, Nora's like, no, no, nothing happened. And also, then, oh, my God, George is like, why is Anne running away? And then Anne is just, er, Nora's just like, fuck off, dude. I just, I encourage her to go on her vacation. And then I, I have in my notes here, Nora tells George to fuck off for some reason. I don't remember. I'm not going to go back because it be, it would be literally, it could be literally anything and it would make sense. Yeah. He, she, she encourages him to like, tell her to go on the vacation. And then George goes, so you like her? And then, okay, George leaves and then. Nora gets back in couch and she sees Anne going down. Do you think the it hall runs after... in the family that they just got to be in couch? Yeah, they love it. And yeah, it, yeah. she sees Anne going down the hallway after George, and she intercepts Anne and she goes, "No, no, no! Forget what I said. Don't say anything to him. Go back to bed." And Anne says, "You think?" And Nora says, "I know." And I have no idea what that means. Then I have she no says, idea like, what have a great about. trip. I'm sure it'll never t- come up. And yeah, Nora says, "Have a great trip." And, and then look Anne, at each other goes, and chuckle. Anne goes back to her room, and then they look at each other, and they're in love now. They're, yeah, that's how it works. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, and hey, it's Betty. We haven't seen her in a while. 
You know, okay, I, I really like the beginning of this scene, okay? Uh-huh. Leo, like, walks into his study and Betty is there, and she just, she just, like, awkwardly spits out some gum into a receipt and throws Hell it yeah. in her purse. Damn, Betty. We love Betty. I, was, I, I don't know why that was here, but I really liked it. Jennifer Coolidge is funny. She's really funny. The show is too good for her, and I think she Okay, so that. this is ridiculous, because apparently what happened is what everybody would fucking assume happens, is that Betty's like, she got the check, and she goes, Wow, after everything Leo has done for me, he's also giving me $3 million so I can go to college and not have to worry about money. What a kind and wonderful man. And and she's like, yeah, I, I thank you so much for the check, Leo. And he's making a face as if to say, Wow, I really was wrong about you, Betty. But you did do that. You were talking about doing the thing. If only you had fucking had that phone call that you were supposed to have with her instead of just sending her a check for $3 million. You yeah, that's what idiot. I was thinking. It's like, like, like Leo has shown acts of, I'm, well, I don't know if this is, yeah, he's shown plenty of acts of generosity because he's a fucking rich he, asshole. He like, gives like, people apartments all the yeah, time. Yeah, he gives children apartments all the time. So if he's Leo like, had use my, Betty a check use my for fucking $3 million. Jet. Like, what, what, is Betty not supposed to be like, wow, that's so nice of you, Leo, thank you so much, I know you, Wow, whatever. Leo did the in-character thing of giving me tons of money at a time when I need money. And no, it was all a test. But she, the brain genius, when she needs to be, figures out it wasn't signed, so she knew that it was a, a, a trick somehow. Okay, um, yeah, well, okay, okay. But before, <laughs> before that, Betty is like, she thanks him, she's like, oh, I'm so excited, I enrolled for school this fall, I'm getting my place Daytona set up. Beach. Yeah, before before the semester starts, my my sisters and I are gonna go on vacation, and it's all thanks to you. And Leo goes, uh huh, and and like, what do you fucking want from her? Uh, and he's then a fucking she, lunatic. I hate him. He's she the worst. says, she says, you gave me a reason to feel good about myself. And he says, how's that? And in my head, I'm thinking, obviously, it's because she was having a rough life and never thought a guy like you would see any value in her and your relationship meant a lot to her, the thing that she has said before. But then she explains, she goes, no, actually, the divorce attorney stuff was me testing you to see if you think as highly as of me as you claim to. And when I got that check, I knew that it showed how much you trust me. Okay, Betty, sure, whatever. What? Okay, Betty. Betty's Evil Test? Betty's Evil Test, it's fine. <laughs> Good episode titles, Betty's Evil Test. So um, she gives him back the check, and then she says, besides, you didn't sign it, but she's just goofing. And then he says, that's funny. Yeah, you always had a great sense of humor. <laughs> she's just like, wow, Leo, this is such a coinky dink. And he says, get I, the fuck out of my house. I have a huge nitpick. Uh, not, not even a nitpick. This is infuriating what a is moment infuriating? That, there was a moment here that they didn't do that i was so like yes 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 yes, and they didn't do it when she reaches into her purse and she pulls out the check that is folded in half i was like oh my god gum. the gum he's the gum. gonna open it up and there's gonna be her gum in it no but it wasn't no why didn't they do that that would have no, been so fucking really good um yeah i guess that's why like, they didn't do yeah, it he's like i always thought <laughs> this is the wrote, he's like well, you know, Betty, I always thought you were a very nice lady, except for the part in this episode where I extremely didn't. I man, I'm so mad that she didn't spit her gum into it's the check. That would have been so fucking good. That would have been Come great. On. Um, 
anyway, for some reason, uh, Betty, like, goes up to Leo and kisses him, and then she's like, I'll see you around campus for some reason. Yeah, maybe I'll see you around campus. Oh, and Leo's like, maybe so. Like, <laughs> funny. Did you notice this funny bit? Uh, yeah, that she, she, she says leave. goodnight and she leaves, leave. but then after he turns and faces away from the hallway, she we see her funny run way. back across the background because she forgot how to she leave, the, to house leave the house that, that she, she lived, lived in for years. months. You get it. It's the house so where funny. she lived for two seasons? At least a year. At least. Anyways. She forgot. Leo calls the funny man of Pudding Pop. Yeah, uh, he calls Dylan's house and Pudding like, Pop don't, don't call me Ben, says the man. Yeah, and then he says, Leo no says, caller ID, huh? Then you fucking Ben Boykovich, I'm gonna kill you. Like, normal way to answer the <laughs> And phone. then Leo says, this is Leo Boykovich. My ex-wife is not a prostitute, for she has passed Jesus my evil Christ. test. Yeah. She has passed my evil test and proven to me. She is not a prostitute. She returned the check. What the <laughs> fuck, Leo? <laughs> What is wrong with him? What the fuck, Leo? Leo! What the what fuck? What the fuck? Why? One like, of the weirdest ones from the show. What is the weirdest Literally, of it's them? like they thought they were doing a, a biblical thing here. I, like, you could tell, like, they thought that this was gonna be like, Yeah! yeah woo! Yeah, boy, she's got a prostitute! Yeah! Like, who, what? <laughs> she didn't accept three million dollars, therefore... So, so, okay, so Leo hangs up, and Dylan then runs into the kitchen, and she's like, Dad, you were you on the on phone with Ben? And and he says, and like, how did you, how did Leo know about Pudding Pop? And then she, and then, okay, the, my fucking, can we, there, there's nothing to say about this. Like, no. it's, it's like the fucking fourth time in four episodes that, that he's Dylan like, you can't go with Ben because I, Ben is Ben's the, good. Uh, Ben's bad. I want to date. It's I don't thing. think that, like uh, my brain just fucking shuts yeah, down every Dylan, time. Dylan like happens, distracts so Pudding that. Pop with facts and logic, and Pudding Scene Pop over. shuts down Dylan with facts and logic. Scene over. So Ricky comes here. home. Ricky comes home with the pregnancy tests, and Amy's like, "Why were you out for so long?" And he says, "I went Damn extra much. far so nobody would see me and start spreading rumors." It's fucking small classic town, small town LA. Hell yeah! Um, you can't even run in briefly to CVS late at night without running into someone you know. They know my and Amy's face just like, oh, that's so nice, thanks. They know my face in every bodega from 1st Street to 5th Street. Um, so, uh, Amy's Amy, like, this is hilarious. This is the fucking of the episode. Yeah. Amy's like, it's fine. I'm not pregnant. My period came. I, it was just late. We're all fine. But it was really stupid of you to suggest that we stop using condoms. And Ricky goes, well, why do we need them if you're on the pill? And she says, what if my birth control fails for some reason? And he literally says, yeah, what if? We should take every precaution we can take because I do not want more children before we get married. And that's... <laughs> it's just like... Even it's when like, Ricky's the one who's the wrong. moral of the story. And even when Ricky's wrong, he can't be like, wow, Amy, you make a good point. He's gonna be like, man, Amy, I gotta use these condoms. I don't know why you suggested that. It's so fucking weird. Um, and then Amy's just like, I don't know why, it's just Amy offers him some ice cream, and then Ricky gets offended that Amy doesn't want any more kids at any point. And I'm just like, dear God, Brenda, we can't afford more of these child actors. You're running the show into the ground. Um god this we catch a kathleen who is alive and kicking with jacob yeah so it's oh, the next day yeah like you couldn't have fucking told grace like i'll be there tomorrow don't wait up i'll be there in 24 hours 
Well, Kathleen wanted to coax Grace into a snafu in case she, you know, had a boy over. And, well, she does. And Grace sees him and he's like, nice to meet you, Grace. And then she glares at her mom and says, I'll be at Adrian's. And then Kathleen, like, pats Jacob on the shoulder, like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Like, she'll come around. Like, sorry, buddy. I don't know why I brought you here. I don't know why I brought you here as a surprise. (laughs) You're you're in a... You're in a whole new place. You don't know anyone here. Everything's different. Everyone in this house hates you, including me, kind of. And <laughs> I, you have no reason to be here. You miss your mom? You want to go back? Specific- it's the fact that Grace was specifically, like, she was certain that Kathleen wouldn't be bringing Jacob, which either means that she asked Kathleen and Kathleen said, no, I'm not bringing Jacob. And then she did. Yeah, or she asked prank. Kathleen and Kathleen said, uh, 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 sorry, bye. I'm going through a tunnel. Goodbye. Um, so like man i i feel like this this plot is going to end with jacob being like i miss my mom i want to go back to kenya and then they'll just send him back forever goodbye i think it's very likely that in the end of this plot nothing happens and there was no reason for any of it well i mean that's the the whole show you're describing yeah i can't wait for the final line of the show to be this is amy's like wow this really was a secret life of the american teenager now off to band camp See you at band camp. She wakes up in her bed the day of band camp, and then just that's the whole show. And Ricky comes over, and he's like, hey, saw you out there. You look pretty cute. And she's like, no, thank you. And she winks at the camera. (laughs) Not even nothing happens. God. I hope that's (laughs) how the show Yeah, that's Brenda Vision. Who's your favorite and least favorite character? Wendy and Mercedes are my favorite characters this week. I think Wendy and Mercedes are great. You know what? I'm I'm taking off the uncool from Mercedes name. Yeah. I know they were both cool this week. They were cool this week. I don't I don't like the fact that she was just like, "Hey Ben, I hope you don't mind that we're going to smoke weed in your room and get you in trouble probably." That was really yeah, uncool but, of her. Yeah, but that was last week. Or That's true. Every character However many weeks week. ago that was, I don't even fucking remember anymore. Um least favorite, That was whenever that was. I'm going to say the the um LFNR, which is least favorite non-Ricky character is George. <laughs> okay. Eventually is, we may need to add the 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 lfnrng because my well i i do fortunately have four it's a fucking tie between ricky leo dylan's dad and george how do you feel about divorce attorney as well for just wasting our time he's not a character you're right he doesn't count he's just a wannabe photographer making its way in the world (laughs) um did i say my favorite character uh i don't think you did uh fuck dude uh i guess mercedes and and wendy yeah cool yeah, they're new teens yeah. they come up with fun cool nicknames check it out that's yeah. 3d god he loves he, lo- he hates anime yeah so that's that that's the episode um uh should we do questions do we have questions yeah we got some oh questions. you know yeah we we got i know we got a we got a, a, a fact from friend of the show we got anonymous. anonymous here here's one if you got a question you can send it to jerkinit.tumblr.com forward slash ask here's one from Ave Anonymous, he says, Ave Anonymous here. Since I've been gone for some time, quite some time, I will give you multiple facts this week. The actress who played Raven is a main character on The Walking Dead. Holy shit. I don't watch the show, but judging by her list of appearances on IMDb, her character is still alive. Also, I've seen like four seasons of that show, and I've I didn't never like any it. of them, and I have I have no idea who that could be. Um, Which means of, that she probably joined the cast late in the in the show, and she doesn't fucking matter, and nobody. Cares. One of Dylan's friends is played by the actress Valerie Tian. She that's, was in the, uh, yeah, that's Wendy, and she was in 
She was in Juno, where her yeah. character talks a girl out of having an abortion. So yeah, thanks. that's probably it's just, uh, Ava Anonymous posits that that's why Brenda must have loved that so much that she cast her in Secret Life. Thanks, um, and then the Brenda. second second part of this is that Mindy Cohn, who plays Dylan's mom, has voiced Velma and Scooby Doo in thirty eight different pieces of media from two thousand two to two thousand fifteen. Huh? Huh? That's interesting. interesting. I didn't know that. Here's one from friend of the show, Haunting the Morgue. Who says, would Slope 2019 uh, reboot? Just gonna uh, try to write about, try to write about teen subcultures from when we were teens, or even well before that, since Brenda and the writers are ancient. If they do when we were, wait, if they do when we were teens, who would be emo? Okay, so first of all, the answer to this is no, no, because they didn't write about the subcultures that existed ever. There's nothing Uh, like that in the entire fucking show. Yes. Like, Grace is a cheerleader, and we don't know a single other cheerleader character on the show. Adrian did baton for, like, one season. Um, I posit that Alice would be emo. Yeah. I, I like, I kind of like it, like, or goth or emo Alice. That would be kind of fun. I think she would be emo. I think that, uh, I think that Ben would be, like, I think he listens to pop punk, but he doesn't do the style. And so he's like you in high school? You know, that is what I was getting at, exactly. Uh-huh. Not not that I think I'm like Ben. No, but you but you but think I ben do think be... that Ben would. I think that Ben's personality would manifest in a similar way to the way that mine. Did. I think because I I still think that Henry and Alice are like their their best approximation. Not Alice so much, but Henry is like the best approximation of what a teen is. I think they just like a, up, just like a normal garden variety. Teenager. Just like play up. Maybe Henry is kind of a gamer guy. Yeah, Alice I, is just I, like I emo girlfriend. I don't know. I think that could Henry work. loves Call of Duty, and then yeah, Henry loves Call of Duty and, he and loves... Halo, dude. Dude, when Halo Henry's... Two came out, Henry Henry fucking took three days off. Dude, I fucking he's, did that with Halo Reach. Hardcore. I took a day off for Halo Reach. Did you? I think... No, I didn't. My friends did. I didn't, but I did pre-order. Oh, okay, it. sorry. Yes, yeah, so my pa- our parents were good enough to not let me take a day off for Halo Reach. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> One more question. This is uh, Roy's here, uh, plural. How many hi, more? How many? Hi, Roy. Uh, how many more Joes are we gonna get by the end of the show? And how are they going to be distinguished from one another? I don't know the difference between Joe Hampton and this new Joe I'm reading about in the episode summary. Will they be color coded? New Joe. New Joe. Is there a new Who? Joe? It what? Who is the? No, new- okay, no here's new Joe. here's the way we're gonna engage with this question. Who is new Joe? Nobody. Did somebody? Okay. Well, I have to talk to Roy about this. Secret Life. What was this episode called? Uh, Summer Surprise. Suddenly the Summer. Oh, we didn't even. We didn't even. Uh, oh, we didn't title do... watch this week. Suddenly uh, last summer. I have no, no fucking idea. Suddenly what that means. this summer. Oh, the the title on the wiki is suddenly last summer, but then it says That's suddenly a good this wiki. summer. Suddenly this summer. Title watch. I didn't. I don't know. Is that like something? Is that a thing? no it doesn't make any sense no there's no mention of joe here you might roy you might have read jacob and gotten confused unless i just don't know what you're referring to here's a comment uh-huh. uh from the wiki article on this episode uh-huh who's andrew who is andrew this is a question i just, always just have think about that that's your homework for this week <laughs> <laughs> what does andrew mean to you who is andrew who is andrew and who is joe <laughs> so that's gonna do it for us this week who is slade uh, twitter.com slash fuck off twitter twitter.com slash jurgenit jurgenit.tumblr.com we have a discord that you can talk to us about stuff uh uh it's in our episode post you can find that link to join that uh twitter.com slash posi stresses me twitter.com slash bradipus rexus jordan we have a patreon patreon.com slash jurgen it where you can subscribe to us and give us money to support the show which we like to have and makes it a lot a little bit more worth it <laughs> um, <laughs> 
$1 gets you access to a mildly special role in our Discord, as well as access to any of our bonus content, our readings of the Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens, our fan fiction readings, our Circle Jerk episodes, episode commentaries, our uh, Grant High School exchange program, which we're going to be starting this next week. This next yes. week. Next, what, Monday? This coming week. Uh, uh, we will be watching and discussing High School Musical. I think I'll like it. I'm expecting to enjoy the funny musical. I think that uh, it'll have more teen stuff in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and, and uh, we just put we, out a great just, fanfic reading last week that was yes, a little we bit... Yes, just, we just finally did our third, believe it or not, only our third reading of the pregnancy-packed fanfic. Truly uh, a baffling piece of literature. all decide to get pregnant at once. There's that a lot of pretty... bold Ashley stuff in this one. Yeah, a lot of bold Ashley scent. Some 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 aroma, some eau de Ashley. We learned that Toby really likes her Ashley scent. <laughs> And Grace um, was five, disowned by both her parents. $5 gets you a pretty special role on our Discord, a shout-out in the podcast, and you can make us say a thing that you want us to say, send us in a message, and we'll read it in Ben Voice ASMR optional. Uh, $10 gets you all that shit, plus a super special role on our Discord that lets you listen in to the recordings while they're happening. Uh, now we would like to give a very special shout-out this week. Just kidding, it's a regular one. Uh, to our $10 and $5 subscribers, Valerie W., Destry Hawk, H. Cave, Stephanie Ruff, Dr. B. Dandy. Ooh, that one threw me off. I wasn't ready for it. Uh, Dr. <laughs> B. Dandy comes out and surprises you. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. Bonald Dandy comes out and surprises you. Uh, the Smoking Dad, Colby, PR the Disaster, and Alexander Dra- <laughs> Grass Dragon Corbett. Thanks. Uh, Dr. Bonald Dandy really threw me off my game there. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a bunch. Thanks. Uh, you can find our episodes at secretlifepod.com, where we are hosted on noisespace.xyz, where you can find such wonderful podcasts as Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, My Pod Cabbages, The Island Shuffle, City Girls Make Do, Tuning Fork, Fear Baiting, Bye. Bye. Wait. And like we always say, Fuck Gator? Batman. What? Fuck Batman. And like we always say, uh get her done thanks brenda bye brenda vision american teenager radio